A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign? I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. I'm Lisa Chenu. And today we are reunited and it feels so good <laughs> um, from the least social distant first encounter to <laughs> the most social distant. <laughs> first time we recorded, we were all sharing a bed. Um, oh man, so know, nice. Couldn't possibly imagine doing something as intimate now, uh, you know, <laughs> just for germ reasons. But so. um, we're so excited to have him back. Queer Cosmos, Colin Bedell. Yes. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. This was such a no-brainer. I was like, how quickly can we talk? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like I just to give bitches. it a little breathing room with guests sometimes where we're like, we would have you back all the time, but that would be a different podcast. So we have to like, stretch it out. You know. Thank you. Oh, I like it. Make them wait. Make them long for it. I'm okay yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, well, and also like now with this whole new world, it's like, oh, like I went to like a New York friend's birthday party last night. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot there's no space now. Like yeah. that doesn't 
And I guess we could have been doing that this whole time as friends and people and professionals. And, and we kind of do to a certain degree. But now it's like, yeah, duh. It doesn't matter where you're at or what your time zone is. Like, we'll find yeah. a way. Um, yes. Come hell or high water. So, fuck Big it. Saturn and Aquarius energy. I'm loving it. Uh-huh. We are totally getting the breadcrumbs right now, you guys. Uh, it's, I know. It's, it's so... I mean, just how... Not even how bizarre, because I think everyone how bizarre everyone knew it, but like I mean, literally one Saturn went into Aquarius. It was just like okay, here we go. Like no uh-huh. way, no time period. Like we're just exactly, in. exactly. It's mind blowing. Honestly, go ahead. Oh no, oh, and that- I had a nightmare um, that <laughs> you came on this podcast, and I was supposed to um, make you a playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, tell me more. Okay, I was supposed to make you a playlist, and I forgot, and I was trying to do it live on the podcast, Whoa. <laughs> and it was, it was, I woke up so afraid, and um, so I want to know what you're listening to during the quarantine. Oh, well, no brainer. Um, I don't know how or why this has resurfaced, but I am swan diving back into my very first Sagittarius love, and it is... Miss Britney Jean Spears. I know. I was like, this, yeah. that's all I'm doing. That's all I'm doing is relearning the choreography, sweating my oh, ass your off. Choreo- your oh, so good. Your videos oh, are so good. Oh my god, stop! Thank you. I'm trying, you know, because that bitch can fucking move. Can we just talk about the Mars and Virgo that she has? She is precise. That's why she loved all the Virgo dancers. But no, that's all I'm doing is just like studying her every fucking move, and I'm loving every second of it because it's really fun to dance. It's just a blast. What about yeah. you guys? Oh. Yeah, um, I don't know. I go, I go from the saddest sad song to uh, "Happy" by Pharrell Williams. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like try like so hard. I'm like, we're gonna be happy today. Put on the happy music, <laughs> like Cancer Moon, crying. <laughs> right, and then I'll be I'll be fine once I just I'll get this okay. out. Yeah, <laughs> just get it out. I've been a mixture of like Spice Girls and Cat Stevens. Like it's one or it's like ooh, one or ooh, the ooh, other. Ooh. Like. Spice Girls being like shower, I'm moving, coffee. Then it's like reading, you know, Zenny now, like Cat Steve. Like I'm either going pure 60s, 70s folk or just like 90s pop. No, no other. No in between. Wait, I'm so down with the Spice Girls. I've been listening to Never Give Up on the Good Times like every week. Gotta believe in the love you. Never giving up. Never giving up. Like, I've never heard a frog in a disco song. (laughs) Also, I was just listening to Spice, you know, the OG. And, like, even um, Who Do You Think You Are? Great, great disco dance song. Phenomenal. It never and it just keeps building and building and mm-hmm. it's like the perfect time. You have the got to Every reach melody. on up. Like that's just what and that's what they're there's also a lot of like these spoken word rap songs in Spice that I forgot about too. And Jerry speaks Spanish, which I forget. So she just throws that in there for fun. And um I mean for all the you know, the youngins, Spice Oh, they know who the Spice, Spice girls are. Life. Sometimes they sometimes they don't. Okay. <laughs> no, I think that they do. I was thinking about this. I have not been listening to a ton of music. I listened to like very specific. I made like a um, on Spotify. You can make a radio station from a specific song. I made a celebrity skin uh, whole oh, radio yeah. nice. when I was on a walk because I was like, I want to like, fuck, I want to feel like a tough girl. Like, <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, like the Eagles, which is a, always a, a go-to thing, but I haven't been listening to a ton of music, but, 
uh, I was thinking about this on another walk that I think that we as like millennials are the last, I think young people care about the Spice Girls, but I think we are the last kind of like age range that ever cared about the Beatles. Oh. Does that make uh, sense? Yeah, where it became Where it's like your parent your oh. parents care. Like I don't know oh. if if kids today like I think kids like know, know who the Beatles are, but their parents aren't gonna be like, this was my band. Like Right, I no. It's we're at a point where the Beatles are now like they're the, vintage. Like yeah. too vintage. like so Because like, when yeah, we were not- kids, I feel like you would do like cheeky Beatles numbers for like talent shows and it was like you know cute and dorky it's like you would do like either like a song from Greece or like a very basic ass like Beatles song and be like like doing like mime dance moves (laughs) and no more you think you think that's gone I think it's gone I think now people are like I'm sure there's I'm sure there's an astrological correlation for like what uh Maybe if you're like so many Neptune generation, like I just think Ooh. the fact that like the 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 '90s being back as like a thing is the '90s was already kind of a '60s revival, anyways. And oh just, shit! Like, the, okay, the, yes. the '60s part of it is out because it's just a '90s reference. So now it's like well, a, in the ni- yeah, the, like what you're saying, like in the '90s. That thirty-year generation was the '60s, and now we're—that's our thirty-year. It's fucking in thirty years. Yeah. Oh shit! It's the Saturn return. It's the second Saturn return. Yeah, that's what my parents are going through right now. Way to fucking go, Stevie. That's beautiful. I love that connection (laughs) you just found. Exactly. Yeah, because my parents were born in '61. They're going through their second Saturn return right now, and I just finished my first. Do they know? Yes, thank God they do. <laughs> We're talking about it. I don't. Do they know? I wouldn't let them fucking start their morning coffee without it. Like, mom, your official <laughs> conjunction is in a week. You know that, right? Well, so. anyway. <laughs> and um, you know, we had we had to save this juicy detail for the pod. But oh, yeah. Colin is sitting under a beautiful YouTube poster. Uh, I see live at war. Live at war, Dublin. Dublin. Uh, yes. Colin, tell us a little bit about this YouTube poster. You're on. I know this, this is a visual. You know, I know it's a visual conversation, but look, get, tell, walk us through this. Maybe this here. is where my I'm nightmare stuff. Positive. From. It is the cover for their album called Boy. Okay. Uh, so it's just this picture of like maybe a six or seven year old little Irish boy who looks really upset because of the English colonization that has influenced his country for so long. <laughs> and there we go. <laughs> There we. Could, you could be describing literally any YouTube uh, thing with that. With that so, really upset by English colonial rule, where so, the streets have no name. Hit it, Bono. Right, I know. So that's so interesting. So my my boo is a huge YouTube fan. Like, but yeah. all because of what you just said. The history, like it's like an oral oh, history yeah. of like Ireland and politics. Yes. Like. It's all that history nerd stuff. And the, mu- Sunday, and the music. Sunday, Sunday, another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he's a Taurus, you know, Bono, Stevie. Oh, Bono is Taurus. yeah. And he also is a vegan, which I do love. He, oh, like, rates all that. the vegan restaurants in L.A. And his favorite and my favorite happen to overlap. Okay. Ooh, oh. Okay, Bono. We'll, we'll run in, in the future. We'll, run. well I, that Taurus makes sense because those purple transition glasses with – I feel like he wears, like, the J-Lo little diamond heart, you know, when, on the sunglasses <laughs> where it has, like, the little bejewels. Like, yes. he's still wearing those. 
And you know what? He really is a vocalist. Like, let's give it to Taurus musicians. Like, these bitches can sing. They I saw you two. They did um, a, like, the, it was when it was, like, whatever anniversary of Joshua Tree. And so they were just playing Joshua yeah. Tree front to back um, at the Rose Bowl. And, I mean, Bono's voice is incredible. The band is just, like, uh. so tight. Yes, it was yes. amazing. I don't want to hear necessary. I don't necessarily want to hear newer stuff, but right. hearing them play Joshua Tree, which is just like stacked uh, hits, great songs. It was so cool. And then they played like a few, a few newer ones yeah, at yeah. the end. But it was, it was incredible. I mean, uh, anybody, okay. I, I think it's like anytime something gets super popular, it's people start being like, oh, that thing sucks, but what they mean is just that thing isn't cool, and they stop realizing yeah. that it's, or it I'm does sick not of it. suck. Yeah, it does yeah. not suck. It is just popular. Wait, you know? which makes me want to ask, actually, because you bitches are pop cultural phenoms. Oh, what do you think it was, or is, about Britney that has <laughs> made her the pop legend? Because let's be very clear, her, Christina, and Jessica happened at the same time. Mm -hmm. But what the fuck is it about Britney? Oh, and it's... Her, you know what it is? She's right. sad, right? Yes. yes she is. So yeah, Christina. it's that she's so not... Christina. No, but Christina has some moons. I don't know what, but Britney is there not is. thirsty. Britney is not thirsty. She's not thirsty. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's such big sad energy to me because she's just like, ugh, like, watch me paint or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, and she you has know that what? awful moon that makes her yes. a yeah. cold fucking weirdo in the best way. Like a reverent, <laughs> a reverent queen. Like, just awful mood on her own planet. And all, and of course the Libra rising. I mean, like, you're just yeah. drawn. You're, you're, how can you look, you can't look away from her. And I agree with the not thirsty because Christina Whatever, if it's you're Christina, she's thirsty. thirsty. So thirsty. <laughs> and also, and I, I'm curious to look at their, I don't, I know more Britney's chart than Christina, so I'm curious to look at Christina's ex Tina. But every time ex Tina did a transition, like, I'm dirty or I'm this now, it felt like her agent was like, we're gonna do this now, where Britney's like, I'm gonna like wear the snake. Like, it just felt mm -hmm. like, and even if it more wasn't, natural. it felt natural. It felt not yeah. forced. It just felt like I'm going with this. This seems fun. Yes. And again, yeah. I know people, Brittany comes up a lot because Brittany is on IG, just living it up. And yeah. look like when people are like, oh my God, her hair. Oh my God, her this. Oh my God. She likes sleeping in her makeup. It's okay. Like let her, let, like, her live. let her live. It's fine. She's, <laughs> She's okay with it. She likes peasant tops and like and khaki shorts. Like that's just she's that's such who a she hugger. is. I love it. <laughs> I think she's go ahead, Julie. People don't really like. Okay, I'm gonna try to say this. Uh, Taurus moon, Christina Aguilera. By the way, Thursday. Okay. Oh, I thought she was an Aries moon. That uh, makes so much sense. That Taurus moon. Taurus oh, moon, okay. Aquarius rising. What's the Mars? I'm I'm very curious. But they're yeah. around like the same time, they're I think. They're the same age, yeah. so I'm guessing. Mars she... and Cap for okay. Christina. Okay. All right. Yeah. A little different. A little, more, a little more planned. The Earth planner. Like, it's just, oh. there's, like, steps along the way. I think that totally fits for Christina's energy. But I think people don't really like when, like, the best. And Brittany mm. is, not to say people don't like the best, or that Brittany isn't the best, but I think she's, like, her vocals are very accessible. Her music is fantastic. She's a great, like, dancer performer, but she's not necessarily, like, the most technically, 
like gifted musician musician in any capacity but she is like a function she does not rise above the music she like is the music whereas christina's a taurus moon the voice i am literally the voice yeah and it's like you can't really i mean i can um but you can't really like sing along to christina aguilera songs the same way (laughs) or like (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i love it well and also it's not you that's like britney you can you can sing you can dance you can it's it's and then she is like obviously the star, but she does fade into the the music a little bit more than these other people. And then Jessica Simpson just is trying the hardest. Aww. And no, I'm so glad you mentioned that because this is my my final analysis on Brit. Because my best friend, who is also a Sag, said that I think the difference between Britney and everyone else is Britney never looked like she had something to prove. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Let's actually make a really good transition here. There are a lot of astrologers in the industry right now that feel like they have something to prove, and they are embarrassing themselves. <laughs> okay, well, um, please, <laughs> Colin, <laughs> Colin, start naming names. Name. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not, I'm not doing nothing. I can't wait for getting off this. Listen, I can't wait to get off this. I'm just, I'm just giving you full fledged Gemini, like, yo, I see you, bitches, and I'm not impressed. And they're listening really... to, and they're listening to this. Maybe they are, and they should be very careful because anytime people want to use a pandemic to make it about them, you should really be ashamed of your yourself yeah, all right i agree like again like this is to go back to britney because to go bring it back to, bring it back because to there's free will Always. right like britney grew up in a small town working her ass off and sometimes there are those environmental factors of what can make someone likable she has that likable story you know likeability. like oh my god yes she keep just going, has keep that likability story and not that christina doesn't i've seen both of their behind the musics like i know both their tales i know christina's from like pittsburgh and oh. like <laughs> girl she lived on staten island too for a little bit yeah. which made me like love her but then she left so it's like listen christina was from pittsburgh she never stood a chance <laughs> <laughs> he's from kentwood louisiana or yes, some she fucking is. and Go also ahead. now that i'm looking at christina she's aqua rising so i'm sure there's some parts yeah. of her rising that sees that in britney's moon that's living so like carefree and wants to do that but that taurus it's just too. It, it, there's just two goals. We got to get fed. We got to get singing. We got to get that True. money. Like it's just not. And again, She's not there. every uh, you know, every, there's a lid for every pot. So you know, if you're a big ex Tina fan, that's for you. But I think where Britney is so charming is that. She's not affected. She's really not affected. Like <laughs> it's true. she's like it's it's weird how not affected Irreverent. she is because Irreverent. she's been in the business since she was a baby. Like you should be affected, yeah. but I know I she know. also keeps only family really around her and she doesn't really have too many celebrity friends and maybe that's part of it. I don't I don't know. And also like oh, wait, we have not, to talk about Jessica. The bitch can though. dance. The bitch can dance. Like yeah. oh, it's yeah. interesting like to me how like up talents that the 90s really celebrated, it seems that retroactively dancers were the ones that rose to the top and stayed in the collective psyche. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how or why, I just feel like that has to be brought up, is that, like, that bitch could fucking move. Well, it's coming back, I think. The the whole, like, with all the Ryan Heffington videos and all this stuff, people doing the dance, like... Workouts at home. I feel like dance is going to come back in a big way. Ooh, and maybe this, that'll influence pop music. In a yeah, big hopefully. Way. Oh, I oh, love, hope so. Oh, also pandemic shout out. Kim Petras. That's been my new Oh, I love Kim. I've been uh, listening to Kim Petras too. Uh, I love. 
so Virgo. so good. I mean, just like those, just like pure like you just have to dance. Which yeah. I love that kind of. She almost has like a lot of like Daft Punk sounding samples too. Like it really just hits every little thing. Also, Jessica Simpson did not know she was a cancer sun, cancer moon, based so much on. Oh, oh my god. So- did you see that picture of her when she was about to give birth to her last baby? And she, it's a Polaroid. And her, she's, like, standing there. Like, her boobs look like two big old watermelons. Her belly looks like the watermelon's mom. Like, it's just, like, it's just, like, she's just about to pop. And she's just so cancerian. But I just oh, found out that she all turned. All of the daddy, all of the daddy oh, things with the her dad. Her actual dad and her literal tits. Like, come on. Come wow. On. And I just found out she turned down the lead role for Coyote Ugly. Because I just rewatched Coyote Ugly the other day. Oh, Can I you imagine? She's in that? Thank God, because Piper Parable. She killed it. I, <laughs> I love that I love movie. Guys. I could talk. I could literally talk about astrology and pop music and Coyote Ugly till the cows come home. So okay, thank so you. Coyote Ugly, really quick. Yeah, I, mean, um, I was just not that we should, but I was going to say, going to your statement about astrologers making it about themselves and all of that. I think <laughs> that there's like a real. Um, judgment of of course like not reducing things to just sun sign memory but also i'm very much of the mind that when you're talking you're talking about everything when you talk about anything so astrology is is everywhere that and just because you're not talking about like we're speaking of spiritual spirituality and astrology in a strictly like astrological context it's only this we can't put anything else in there it's like well that's not useful to people people know pop culture and they want to know how that like that that lets you embody it and implement it into your life in a way that's like fun and meaningful and if you kind of talk to people with that let me tell you something look at what i know look at what i have to prove you just look stupid can we just acknowledge like you're not Mm -hmm. kidding anybody like Well, uh, there's a lot doing it. I'm not saying that I don't want to single anybody out. I'm not talking about anyone in particular. Like there was a whole um, article about it of like, you know, did Corona kill astrology? We called it. And it's just like, bitches, are we really are we really going to talk about who's right here? I know. Yeah. So, I mean, dying, like, government right. fails us. Like, yeah. get out of here. <laughs> right. Well, and also, while, astrologers are going to be like, I called it. Well, also, like, while, and, great. And <laughs> while media. You want a fucking goodie bag, bitch. Like, and while fuck? media jobs are getting decimated, it's ridiculous that we're. Yeah. This is what we're focusing on when Vice just laid off all these people, BuzzFeed, all these places just like slack, 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 slack. And they're not coming back. Those jobs are not coming back because if you can save money where you can. So, there's just so many bigger discussions that can be happening, and I think we're all ready for those bigger discussions. Like the, I mean, that article was a clickbait article. Like we can acknowledge yeah. it was like burning yeah. the natal chart. That's hilarious. Like it's it's like because it's so stupid. Like I'm wondering whoever like I don't know. And again, I don't know the writer. Whatever. But like when I am imagining them in their house burning this, like, what do you want me to do, editor? Like burn this like <laughs> natal chart of like, and also, do you really care that much? I don't know. It's just so like, it's so like not real, right? Well, it's like, like it's like not the, real. Oh my god! Still back to Brittany. <laughs> Bring it's it, like do the, it always, always. Our beacon always. of light. Yeah, I, I feel like those articles are are already for people who are like, astrology sucks, here's why I'm having it confirmed. And it's like, those aren't the people that I want to talk to anyways. I want the people that are on board that I am not trying to convince. I'm not here to like Mm -hmm. convince 
anybody. If you're interested in talking about it, that's great. I'll tell you the merits. But and I feel like Britney was always like, yeah, if you're not gonna like my music, you're not gonna like my music. I'm not. I'm. I'm Britney Spears. I'm kind of a dumb. Like I'm kind yeah. of dumb like that. I already <laughs> have a Britney army. And also, um, but here's the hypocrisy oh. in it all. But. I was interviewed in that same publication three months ago singing Astrology's Praise. So, like, what's your stance? Like, what's your stance? What, what's yeah. your stance? It's going with whatever can get a fucking link open. It's not yeah, real. It's not even. They probably didn't even like it's that's like astrology either. Taurus, you know, though, to me, where do you stand? Uranus and Taurus is like that whole thing of like, and you, you those some of the media outlets now. I'm like, like. My boyfriend was telling me about an article that said smokers don't get coronavirus or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, where did you read that in? Like, smokers.net? Oh and it was like Forbes. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. No, like, we're not trusting Forbes. Like, I know that Forbes used to be, like, something really, like. Ooh, yes, they're living I, off ancestry of this, like. But it's I'm the not, place for money and money. And yeah, info. but I'm like, I'm not trusting them on my coronavirus news. So I think that's such a like Uranus and Taurus thing where it's like, where do you really stand? Like, are you really a real media outlet? Are you really like mm. giving us straight facts news? Or are you showing your opinion through mm. like a series of articles? Like, I, I appreciate when I see New York Times when it says it says opinion before you even click on it, you know? Yeah. I was articles. I wish there was more like and maybe I don't even know if this ever existed, but like even more like open debate articles. Like imagine like reading both sides having like an actual yes. conversation <clears throat> about what we're talking about rather than putting out a one sided piece in one week, then an one the other then the other end this week. Like yeah. there's no room for like kind conversation and kind debate like debate debating is actually like fun like if someone if like a random person want to pop and be like actually the reason why you guys don't connect with christina is and i'd be like okay mm-hmm. great tell me what like maybe mm-hmm. i'm missing something like that's totally mm-hmm. that is totally fair because nothing is ever 100 n- nothing yeah. is 100 certain fact like that's well like- astrologers could even stand to benefit from like healthy discourse every once in a while but even that has mm-hmm. seemed to be like something that isn't popular within the industry and the community mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. just it's you know we, we can only have the biases and the limitations of our collective and i think we're seeing that right now as we build these precious little echo chambers oh. of that must agree with me in every single form or capacity and then we think that's somehow going to help us move forward together but it doesn't we're just staring at our own assholes and <laughs> confirming everybody else's stupid fucking bullshit wow yes or no julie you know my capricorn yes wow isn't isn't kind of the point of being an astrologer also the like of course there are certain facts that have maintained throughout the history of astrological teachings but don't you also like go to certain people because you like their subjective interpretation of things I think that's a great question, but I actually think that these aren't facts. Every single school of thought in astrology is based on beliefs. So it's like none of these beliefs have a monopoly on merit, and there are a lot of beliefs in astrology that I don't actually think work as resonant or accurate within the leading evidence on perhaps maybe relational psychology, interpersonal dynamics, what the experts are saying in the field in a different language that isn't astrology. Mm -hmm. And the minute we start bringing that up, we get in trouble. And I'm speaking from personal experience. I did critique a couple of systems and someone accused me of having a colonizer's mindset. Oh. Because, oh yeah, because I went into astrology and I said, Because your name is Colin. <laughs> <laughs> 
Colin and colonize her, okay? Wow. And I see like, it in the National Enquirer, in the National Enquirer, you know, colonizer. And it's like that, <laughs> like that freeze frame. Okay. And then I put on, oops, I did it again, and you want a piece of me. It's like, oh, bitch. Uh, there, I love right? it. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. You just turn out. No, you continue. We cut you off with the... Oh. The Britney metaphor. But it's true. It's like even even when we do it in the system, you know, like Mm -hmm. I still am not I'm I'm reading more up on it and I'm trying, but I just still do not understand essential dignities and things in detriment or things in Mm -hmm. fall and things exalted. I personally still think it's reductive. I think it's simplistic. Yeah. And it just doesn't line up with a lot of resources and literature that actually say, well, wait a minute. No, Venus in Aries is actually really sexy. Mars in Cancer is really powerful. The moon in Capricorn, emotion regulation. God forbid everybody can fucking stand to get over themselves every once in a while, you know? <laughs> so even that, I'm just kind of like, miss me with that shit. Like, yeah. get well, lost. Well, also, if that's something you're on your high horse about, it's like the, like the lamest part. I don't know. Like, to me, like, I mean, it's something to know and be aware of. And then, but I wouldn't think, like, I if I went into a reading and someone instantly was like, so this is in fall and this is exalted, I'd be like, I don't care. Like, I don't know. I just don't care. Tell me how my yeah. planets are interacting with each other. Oh, Tell me how, what, about how my transits what are. What's, what what's if you were a single mom with three kids in the middle of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? <laughs> Do you really fucking care about which of your planets are exalted or in detriment or this? Or are you just trying to figure out how to get your fucking Con Ed turned back on? Yep. And I think it's the same. I think it's as reductive <laughs> as being like, well, you grew up poor, so like you're never going to be whatever. And it's like, no, like a lot of people, that's how you learn lessons is by not having things. Like that's how you learn how to be emotionally stable is by not having stable emotions. That's how you, like, that's how we all learn. So it is like maybe a challenge, but it is like, that's how mm-hmm. well, work I think, in life. I think people like want, they like read these things and they want um, a, not a justification necessarily, but it's like, relationship right now because I have an empty seventh house and it's like well that's not a thing and that but like you could read something like that and be it's so it's so like one-to-one as opposed to your natal chart just being information like you if you were born in a traumatic environment you know you were born in a traumatic environment and having it articulated in your birth chart doesn't change that you're not going to see something that like undoes the reality that you have lived Mm -hmm. you know if you have a like not to to go back to these reductive things but it's like if you have a mars in fall like you know you're aware your martial qualities might not be as exaggerated or strong as other Mm -hmm. people's you might have already felt that deficiency so having it confirmed via that thing doesn't tell you anything about how to move forward from it or how to leverage it in any yeah well yes but also i think that there might be people like me who didn't even know that it was a problem like because my Mm -hmm. mars is in cancer so i think that's detriment or fall hey girl i'm like but it's in my but like i love my cancer like like when i read it was in detriment fall i was like whatever i'm cardinal like I'm like a cardinal Whatever, emotional babe. psycho. It's cool. Yes. Like, you know, and I think it feels good to have a language that speaks to strengths rather than deficits because I think what counseling astrologers need to remember is that the language they provide in readings gets like almost imprinted on the psyche. Yeah. And then it becomes like a heat-seeking missile and confirmation 
confirmation bias because language shapes reality. Mm -hmm. And if now I think that my Mars has a problem, I will be searching for evidence to support my belief and then casually disregarding mm -hmm. anything that challenges it. Whereas if I actually think my Mars and Cancer is a beautiful thing, I'm going to search for that too. And I'm not saying, you know, every astrological chart is crystals and rainbows and lottie fucking da. Mm -hmm. But I just think that like we're really concerned with protecting deficits and honoring the fact that we are limited when it's like we're having a spiritual conversation about like transformation power and agency and if you're not going in that conversation then like i really just have no interest in your work your techniques or anything you've contributed in the field so far period bottom line end of discussion i mean well i think it's hard it's very saturn aquarius where it's like um and i think people get really protective of this i have felt this not about astrology since we the newer people in astrology um but like in in arts and things when things become accessible it's very fearful to find out like oh do i have a plate if there are no gatekeepers anymore what is my role in in these things and so it's like if anybody as like a stand-up comedian if i go to mike's and i'm doing the quote-unquote work of stand-up but some tiktok person can make a video and get a billion followers or whatever what how how is my thing valuable? We're all worried that oh do it. Uh, so I think these things like detriment fall are really kind of uh, signifiers of oh I know what I'm talking about and this is the yeah, like oh you need me to inter interpret this. Right. It's that sort of energy. Yes. And you know what? Can we can we make this about Britney one more fucking time? Of course. Oh, wait, one more like, fucking time. Hit me, baby, one more time. One more time. Thank you. And that's something <laughs> about, like, pop music is, like, people go, oh, it's too accessible. It's not real. It has resonance, whatever, whatever. And, like, but there's such beauty in the fact that this work and her contributions and this genre of music creates such unbelievable resonance. And oh. it doesn't diminish or reduce the quality of it whatsoever. Wait. As far as I'm I, we, me and Julia had this conversation before we went to the Julia Michaels concert with my friend Casey, who I think you would love, um, and, about pop music and the bar that I used to work at, my boss would always ask us like what kind of music that we like. And he wanted us to say punk. Like, I know that he wanted us to say punk rock exactly. and I would purposefully be like pop the most pop just to be like i'm not gonna fucking do what you want like i'm not gonna Which like punk of you by the way lisa isn't yes. that the irony mm -hmm. right go ahead right and it's also it's like it it's i know you hate that i like pop music i know you hate that i play it in the bar i don't care mm -hmm. like i don't care other people like it that's why it's popular so stop like well stop that's what i mean let it go mm -hmm. i'm sorry i'm not cool mm -hmm. like fuck off i mean there's so much there even like now with this like aquarius saturny time too because i feel like maybe just from dating many aquarians they're very precious with their taste and it's interesting now that we're back in saturn times that is like what do you really care about taste what do you care about what people think about your taste or do you care about what you're actually listening to and to go back to gatekeeping too i think it's very funny that we've launched this pod during the saturn cap times too because i think it's, you know, it's very cap when you see, like, people initially, I love shit talking, by the way, when you see people initially <laughs> going, like, meme astrologers, meme this, you can't just enter like this, and it's like, okay, and then, but then you want to, but then you want to be involved with those people as yeah, soon yeah. as they get some, yeah. some yeah. grounding and some standing, and I 
don't know. Like, you know, again, this isn't about anyone particular. This is a lot of people, actually. A like, lot you know, of this people. is a lot of people. And I think that that's just, it's interesting that I think we came up during that time. And now yeah. we're in this big adjustment time because it is, astrology is a fucking language. Anyone can learn it. Spoiler yeah, alert. Anyone, anyone can learn it. Yes. And, but if you become yeah. not God to people and not Oprah and not these, this figure of you come to me, I'm your astro mommy or daddy. And I think people like having someone to look up to, but like, it should be more like a brother or sister rather than your mom or dad. Right. Like, I don't know. That's how I feel. Like, I okay. Think- Mars and cancer. Exactly. <laughs> Create a fucking family, bitch. Create a yeah. family. Like it shouldn't just be like, I'm the T I'm the truth and anything else is whatever it's, it's, it's made up. I'm sorry. To a certain degree, it's made, it's like yeah, we've yeah. made nope. we've made this up and kept the stories mm-hmm. going because it resonates with us. One hundred percent. When I got in big trouble for saying what I said on on social media, and then the fascists <laughs> on Twitter lost their fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> lost their minds. Are you kidding? Like I loved it. I was like, wow, this is definitely like my you want a piece of me moment. Um. Yeah. So my friend Truth, <laughs> who is also an astrologer, she's my astro twin. She called me up and she was like, Do you know how crazy we already sound that we're talking about stars? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It, oh, it's like, will you please lighten? all the fucking way up and yeah. stop taking yourself and this work so goddamn seriously. Mm-hmm. You are not that fucking precious. Mm-hmm. And when you think you are some rarefied and cool, like simplistic human being over there, you just look ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I want you to not look ridiculous. You're embarrassing yourself. You have more in common than you do what keeps you separate. Hello, Saturn and Aquarius. Mm-hmm. And you're going to find that out. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, one reason that people really hate this podcast is the, um, <laughs> the Enneagrams. Oh, it's yeah. a real oh, issue. God. Are you aware of Enneagrams? Do you have any idea? Lo- fucking loves them. Who? Yeah. Your mother Your does? My grandma. She Your loves oh, them. Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> grandma, different story. Don't talk shit about grandma, okay? Yeah. <laughs> What's the fucking problem with Enneagrams? What's the problem? Oh, we did an episode on them, and we have gotten so many people upset about. They were like about it, and I want to know. Do you know the worst of your fucking problems? Then, like, honestly, <laughs> honey, I'm gonna need you to really take stock on what the fuck your life is about. And yes, the fuck I do know what my Enneagram is, and it's number fucking eight, which is okay. why I can okay. take all these bitches with my hands tied behind my back, fucking grounded uh... to the. F- They'll beat your fucking head in, and we'll do this conversation. Yeah. Yes, yeah. NYC, NYC is it just not popped out. Right. <laughs> in Enneagram, it's the fucking worst of your fucking day. Like, just hit pause or log out. Like, or I, come at me, number eight. I'll fucking show you a thing or two. Anyway, oh we're, we're all what threes. Happens? We're all threes. Who? So I, I think that. we just, we, who criticized? We new at it and we weren't super educated about it (laughs) saying it wrong someone said what do you how do you say it an aogram anagram i heard enneagram we said it's what it looks like people are gonna come for you (laughs) people that got mad at me and got mad at you or the ones that are like um excuse me you need to study it for like eight years before you get the words right oh my god uh, well i would love to fucking do that if i have mommy and daddy's fucking dime up my ass so i can just Dude, I can't. Show. I can't wait to get off this pod and name names, <laughs> maybe. You know what? Like, if I get on here and I fucking say it wrong, I don't give a shit because I'm not yeah. here to do it fucking perfectly. You uptight fucking bitches, assholes, dicks, pricks, and cunts. I'm not fucking <laughs> here for that shit. 
agree okay, with Holly. Okay, so yeah. you say it however the fuck you want to say it. Well, and what is perfect? There is no such fucking, like, once you can yeah. get rid of that, and that takes a long time in therapy and astrology and maybe yeah. enneagrams. I don't know, you know your life, but. <laughs> I thought the other day there was this Twitter thread going around um, that was like name five perfect movies and everybody was commenting lisa was in this yeah, i think yeah, i tagged I you in this. <laughs> but all of all of this i love that is that is perfect but i realized everyone was like i don't like the word perfect i don't like perfect and i realized whenever i say perfect i don't mean literally perfect i'm it's always like I'm thinking of, of course, a bachelorette party when like the things come together and you're like, it's perfect, but it's not because it's actually perfect perfect. to you. It's it's because everything just done. It's done. Yeah, Yeah. here it is. It's it's happening. And it's that. And that's, that's perfect. Perfect is exact. Any, everything at any moment is perfect because you can, if you're supposed to learn from it, you're going to learn from it. If it's supposed to be done, you're done. But it's like, well, yeah, things, it's things can be perfect to you. Okay, this is going to get me canceled. I can't wait to talk about it. Because oh, it, yeah. it, it goes with it goes with music. Go with that together, bitches. All four of us. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to get canceled this weekend? Crazy. We're all stuck inside. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They'll forget. We'll be back out in like eight months going like, right. I'm not canceled. Uh, but it was just... <laughs> I got picked up, bitch. Another <laughs> season renewed for season two, baby. <laughs> Back on the air. Uh, but it was like this morning, and I think this is like I. This is like a message I want to like. I think just put out into the world because I am not a huge Prince fan. And hold your applause. No, I'm just. Kidding. But I was listening through. We were going through the Prince Essentials, and here's my here's my not hot hot take. Prince is a talented musician. He's very 80s sounding for me, and I don't really like the aesthetics of the 80s as much as other eras of music. But if it comes yep. on the dance floor, I'm dancing to Prince. Like, there's no yeah. issue there. I'm not putting it on. Is like, yeah, what? And, right. But, like, that could make people, like, what? You haven't heard this? What? You haven't heard that? It's like, no. It's like, I have free agency. It just doesn't speak to you. doesn't yeah. speak to me. There's some songs that do. There's, like, two or three. Where I'm like, I would put that on. It's on, like, a fun dance playlist. But overall... I just, it's not my vibe and that's okay, yeah, but he's good, okay. but he is good. Like I and will respect his contributions. You know, and- of course. Right, like, right, but of course. it died on my birthday. So I'm with you. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined my year. <laughs> he's a Gemini. And Gemini. So and I'm I... sure that, the, and also like in terms of like gender fluidity, all the, like, right. of course, culturally so important. Um, I, I also don't know his problematicness. I'm sure there's some. Everyone has some, right? Like he's to- a late in life, late in life problematic person because he is a Jehovah's Witness and kind of went back on a lot of the like uh, fun gay stuff. Opening like a lot of this, <laughs> a lot of the cultural shifts that he mm. enacted and was at the forefront of. He kind of like was like, oh, just kidding. I'm not like. I think he also wow. groomed. I think he also groomed a lot of girls too, like Apollonia oh. and Carmen Electra. Um, cause Carmen Electra did a great interview on glowing up where she kind of talked about, like she was plucked from like dancing as like a 17, 18 year old from Prince, you know, anywho story, context, et cetera, were all bad and all cancelable, but right. like, but it's taste and ex- one astrologer's taste might be for you. One might not. And here's the other fucking truth. Being a astrologer is a being a storyteller. If you have no story to tell your work's going to show that it's just, oh. Just that saying. should be in the trailer. That be <laughs> yes. It's yes. true. You have to interpret and and have an imagination and yes. relate it to movies and music and 
historical shit and you too i don't know like anything but (laughs) (laughs) but if you can't do that if you can't connect in that way and that's not for everybody not everyone is a storyteller that is totally fine you can be a non-storyteller and still learn the language of astrology is that going to make you a great interpersonal astrologer i don't know Maybe well, maybe written, maybe not so much in person. I don't know. Can I can I lean on my on my Capricorn Moon sister, astrological luminary Jessica Lignato? Oh yes, yes of okay. course, friend because, friend of the pod. Yeah, we love her. So she says that like you could be a technical astrologer doesn't mean you're a counseling one. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's yeah. really just let's just have a difference there, and more power to you. You know, counseling astrologers need the work of the technical ones to contribute theories and and systems and ideas. Absolutely, like we're there for that, right? Mm-hmm. Though maybe you probably may not have the skills to actually relationally connect with others, because I'm also of the belief that it's one thing to unlock a, a, a system; it's a completely different to unlock a human being sure. and to unlock people. And I'd rather do that work. Can mm-hmm. you tell this to everyone in the LA comedy community? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that you could be a technical comedian, but you may but, not necessarily relate with others. <laughs> Lisa, like for real, you know what blows my mind is that like this conversation is so not limited to astrology. Like it's in every single system. The first time I ever heard about this was when I was in grad school. And my professors were telling me about how they feel torn between the fact that they spend years and years and years writing these journals that get published and are only read by maybe seven of their colleagues, but then they're shunned if they write a book and it's on a New York Times bestseller list. They're like, I'm in the only career where I am somehow not legitimate if I am if I have more money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're and they and I was so gobsmacked by that. I was only like 25, 26 when I was in that school, so I didn't even realize how pervasive that is. But it just blows my mind that that's literally in academia, music, comedy, astrology, I'm sure in every other yeah. industry. And I, mean, I think Saturn fashion, and Aquarius. Anything Aquarius, with arts too. Shut. Fashion, yeah, I, you know, like there's so much ethical shit with fashion and so like all the, anything that is rooted in capitalism, <laughs> like is going to be sus to some degree. Yeah. Like, yes. but people need to be compensated for their time. Like, and also Bitch has got to eat. Like, that's like... Like, if your bitch wants to get, like, a sponsor post and, like, do what she's got to do, like, more power to you, sis. Like, have fun. Like, who gives these 17 year olds are reading it for two seconds and moving on and not buying you know a swatch it's it's okay swatch we just don't have we don't we have so few especially because like religion is i mean i was gonna say religion isn't a thing anymore it is (laughs) (laughs) religion has been wiped from the face of the planet according to a stat okay religion's like so canceled um (laughs) Oh no, Julia, come back. Oh, come back. Here you are. Am I here? Yeah, I froze for a second. Apparently, I got canceled by religion. Um, (laughs) I say there's no. I didn't say there was no God. I said there's no religion. Okay. Um, Who am I? John Lennon. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Also problematic king. I know. Also problematic king. We stand. I do have an imagined tattoo. I will forever, you know, hold that. That's my cross to bear. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) there are so few things that tell us like you're okay. You're on the right track. Track, you're you are 
hear all of these things. And so we're always having to make up our own kind of like milestones. And so I think it's just like, oh, well, the first person that got published in a, in a, a scholarly journal was like, this is the ultimate achievement. And then someone else was like, oh, well, I got this like New York Times write up. And they were like, well, it's not a scholarly journal. And then that just like spreads out forever for everything everywhere, because it's like, I just want to be people just want to be acknowledged and be told that like, good job. Like mm-hmm. that's, this is they good. Matter. That is also good. Like, it's yeah. so cool. Everybody's being published in places. Isn't that awesome? Or like, if you're not, you know, I don't know. There's, there's especially plenty now of room. Still- there's plenty of room to go around in all these fields. Like, and you're going to yeah. be hit so many niches for so many different types of folks. Like, you're not like, it's rare. You're a catch all right for everybody. But it's scary. It's scary to have to trust that like, Oh, like if I'm, if it's me, you know, this, this thing of, you know, I just was saying, isn't, isn't astrology kind of the, don't we look to the subjective view of who we're looking, who we choose, but it is also scary to be like, Oh, I hope people choose me. I hope people like my, my take. You know, I, like I like that you brought up likability too. I, I don't really have anything to say about that. I just think that that's something else that's been brought up in a lot of industries. Is I actually think that the general public weighs your social likability factor with the same amount of measurement, if not more, than your competence. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, well, so, politics—that's that's all <laughs> yeah, right. The, the entertainment industry—that is like what you get told all the time. Which like, is scary. Oh, this I guess. isn't likable. Your character, this character isn't likable. This right. whatever, blah blah blah, isn't likable. And it's like, what do you mean? Like, and how do we measure likability? How do we yeah. even? Mm-hmm. Because is it six journal? Is it six people reading an academic journal? Is it forty million? I don't know. But it's oh, no, just if, well, in, in in L.A. in the entertainment industry, it's if you're fun to even be around in a writer's room a lot of the time. Like, oh you, yeah, you can yeah, be the shittiest. <laughs> Not really much joke contributing person, but if you're someone I can stand to sit next to seven hours and, you know, eat crafty with, that's going to go far. And and I feel, honestly, I feel bad because I think it's very ableist in a lot of ways because Mm -hmm. if you have any social anxiety or those things, but you have those skills, it's tough, right? They're like, where do we find a place for people that can't just like survive? I've talked about this before because I've been labeled an extrovert, right? And I'm like... I'm like, oh, I, I hate that shit. Can I? I know. Don't I, uh, and I'm like, that. I'm not an extrovert. Don't. I'm I'm not an extrovert. I'm a woman just trying to fucking get jobs. Like I've had to do this. Yeah. This is like right. I've been conditioned to be pleasant and funny and all these things because I can't be a sulking dude and get a job. Mm-hmm. Like Thank you. So then when we yeah. use these reductive labels of like, oh, you know what it is? I'm actually an introverted extrovert. I, I throw <laughs> up in my fucking mouth. It's <laughs> not everybody. Like, I cannot right. believe that you think that like water is wet is what makes you special. Like, it's just completely <laughs> fucking bananas to me. And I actually think to that point of like social uh, likability, and maybe this is Jupiter and Capricorn. Honestly, this is a whole retrograde station around it, mm-hmm. is it really comes down to like emotional literacy, emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. And being people who, in your energy and in your presence, things get done and people feel calm and people feel joy. Mm -hmm. And I actually think, to your point, that can be taught. That can be applied. uh, It could be educated. And so, actually, to the people of, well, I was never taught that, but I'm really talented. It's like, well, then I'm going to need you You to start work. Right. Even just a bit. Right. Mm-hmm. Even just because that'll go such a long way, because as we know, we're in New York and L.A., 
a lot of people do not have that, but a lot of people have confidence and fancy degrees and certifications. But mm-hmm. when it comes to social adaptability and likability, that's fucking rare these days. Mm-hmm. So anyway, fucking learn it. <laughs> that's like not not in a. Of course, there's a lot of systemic problems with this this take, but I do think a lot of the times it's like the. I don't know how many true unsung. Uh, like heroes of things there are when we're talking about the the these things adding up where it's like the the person that's like I'm really talented but I don't have this thing where it's like I don't know are you then I have so many of these friends where they're like uh, well I'm I'm really funny but I'm just not that social and it's like you're not funny then. Yeah. You're not yeah. like you don't understand people. That's what it takes to be a fucking comedian. Exactly. So sit there. You have to shake hands after your show. I'm sorry. You right. have to stand there and fucking say hi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll take a picture with you. That's part of it. It's not just fucking standing on stage and thinking you're the best for five minutes. Well, it's yeah. part of the job description. Venus retrograde. Thank you, Venus retrograde notions. I know you guys already talked about it in an earlier podcast, but I really think... Oh, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it all day. It's that it's just about, like, the quality of your relational intelligence right now is Ooh. going to take people to way new stratospheres. Thank you, Esther Perel. So, mm-hmm. again, if you're like, what the fuck does that mean? How do I learn it? How do I do it? Read anything by Esther Perel. Read anything by couples therapists. Read anything by social affect emotion research. I mean, there's so much information out there and really there's nothing worth our time and energy more because with the long form studies uh, that are done by Harvard and other researchers, what we know to be true is that it is the quality of our relationships that not only determines the quality of our life overall, but also the outcome of our professional success. Because once again, if you're a person within a room, people don't like to be around you. Good luck. (laughs) Whereas have a certain je ne sais quoi because you read a fucking book on emotional literacy that day, okay, then you're going to be operating in a completely different level of competence and financial pay grade and individual success. Yeah. So, like, we need to talk about this. We need to just sort of say, like, yeah, I'm real glad that you took a business course and a mastermind on how to be a spiritual <laughs> entrepreneur. A mastermind. But if, <laughs> right. We, we don't have three spots left, right? But if I want you to be around them, bitch, like, I, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Three spots left. We were just talking about that with like shopping too. How those those four left were like, you're pushing this too hard. Like you (laughs) (laughs) that's interesting. Like this all goes because um now like post Saturn return, you know, cap stuff, like having friend breakups as like a late twenties, early thirty year old. Like where some of these friends like on paper all good. You seem cool. Fun job. We look good in pictures to get like real simple shit. But then you're around them and you're like, you make me, my energy feel horrible. And that's all I need to know. That is all I need to know. And I don't need to explain why we don't, why I don't text you back. Uh, maybe well, I should. But no, I don't. What do we feel on ghosting? What's the, what's the, what's the vibe on friend I ghosting? I love it. I love it. I love. There I are, think there are love charts ghosting. that may love it. I know, yeah. but I could tell me and Julie are going to be on a similar frequency about it. No, I mean, I love doing it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that I enjoy it happening Get to it. me. I definitely oh. only like it when But I if I was getting things. ghosted, I know I'm getting ghosted, and I'm like, that's fine. You're on your journey. Like, I, I feel like I have the at least emotional <laughs> like awareness being like, all right, I'm going to redirect somewhere else. But yeah. ha- as ghosters and ghosties. It's really scenario to scenario because I, 
I don't like, I think I overall don't like it only because I'm a Scorpio Mercury. And if you have mentioned any kind of thing before where you were going to be a good communicator or like you were trying to communicate, you were saying things like, oh, let's be honest or let's mm. do this. And then you ghost. Then I'm like, fuck you forever. And deliver. Okay. It's true. <laughs> yes, dimples. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> I am largely anti-ghosting. <laughs> I, I am okay. no, I am because I'm a Scorpio Mercury. And if you say something, I'm thinking of a specific example where some a man, and it's always a man that's ghosting. I don't mind a slow fade. I don't mind like a naturally we've just grown apart kind of thing. Those things I feel like you don't need to say explicitly. You don't need to send like a explanation text like we haven't been spending time together and this is why. Like just let those things are okay but if you like if you explicitly say i would love to be friends and then never answer a text message you're just a fucking liar Mm. yeah yeah that's Mm. true yeah so it's like just don't say those things i would have i would have assumed you were gonna ghost me don't say we can be friends like just don't say stuff you don't mean just don't say anything wait are these lovers or strictly friends Hmm? Are these lovers or strictly friends? This is this is a lover situation, Got obviously. It. But Got then it. it's like, don't it's like I assu- I assumed this was just a one time thing. You don't need to like say it. That's what I think it is. It's it's less the not following up or like the the not communicating. It's the uh, the setting some kind of expectation that there would be and mm. then not delivering. Mm. If you okay. just if you just said like, oh bye. I would be like, oh, I'm assuming we're not going to talk. Or like I would be if if I then sent out a text and they didn't respond, I would be like, oh, OK, cool. That's that's what this is. Oh, okay. I love I love going in there and like <laughs> ripping the bandaid off. Like I'll plan it. I'll, I'll get it all ready. I will call them up and I'll be like, let me tell you why I don't want to talk to you anymore. <gasps> really? Boom. Uh, yeah. OK. Good. Let me tell you, Cat Moon, native New Yorker, I got no fucking time. And I think it's actually respectful Mm -hmm. to tell people, like, clearly you want what I do not want because I don't want to continue this relationship. Mm. So let me tell you where this, what this means and what it's going to go down. I've literally told boys, like, you're going to take the F train. I'm going to take the E. We will unfollow each other on Instagram. I don't want to fucking see you. I don't want you to see me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Don't take that distance as, like, a sign of disrespect. I just don't want to pretend that we're chummy when we're not, because we're not. So don't even fucking think about it. And I wish you and your family and God nothing but love and light, but get out of my face. You know what it is? My, all, every one of my relationships has ended with um, the, the dudes deleting all of their social media. So it, did, it never had to come to <laughs> They've just, like, completely. It was, like, you just ruined, I ruined their, their will life. to yeah. self-promote. Exactly. Yeah, I so. ruined their will to self-promote. And, like, it, it usually ends it. with, like, a public place. Mine's more friends. Again, I'm an 11th house son, so I think I just have a lot more, like, acquaintances and technology like those li- like lingerers but those are like you know but if i if i get more messages back from my sl- they were slow fades now i'm realizing re- versus a ghost scenario maybe i'll just say we don't want the same things from our i think you i think I you only need to say ghosted. anything in those situations if it's like a an ongoing invitation to lunch that you know you're not going to go to then you need to say something but if you just aren't messaging each other it's like let it go these are these are these are ongoing well now since pandemic i think uh, the the, the ongoing brunch invitation was lingering and 
I know. I don't know what it. It's. I think. I don't know what it is with friends. That's hard. I can do this with like work, a boyfriend, whatever, easy. But like friends is the ones that makes me like clam up, and I'm just like, I can't. Like, we have you. less clear rules about what what fr- what's expected mm-hmm. of you as a friend. I it's feel like true. there's so much done around. I mean, not mm. we still have a lot of questions about what's expected of us as partner, romantic partners, or like work people. But I think that there there's more discussion about that. Whereas, like, how to be a good friend yeah. has this like such ambiguous. Uh, like language around it, even though it is still just relating to people, it's That'd just be a not good as book. I'm like sure it exists, but like a friend book, like I bet it yeah. doesn't. It, sh- it, doesn't. it should. It should. It's though. Aquarius and Jupiter entering Aquarius very soon. Well, you know I what? Didn't Jessica Lignato do a big thing in her book about? I think it is included oh, in yes. her relationship book. Yes, there was friendships yeah. as well. Friends and because friends I, aren't th- talked about very often, <clears throat> just life in general. Yeah. I mean, besides the TV show, and they weren't very good friends to each other a lot of the time. <laughs> good point. I actually think the rules can be very similar. Like, I have said to friends before, like, hey, so, you know, tomorrow I'm graduating college, right? Mm-hmm. And I just find it really interesting that since we've been together for approximately four and a half hours, you haven't asked me a single question about my emotions or how I'm feeling or what I'm doing tonight. But I did hear more about your first date than the first date even actually went on. So I just want (laughs) to let you know that there's clearly, you know, an improper balance here between speaking and listening. And as a Gemini, I'm not cool with that. So where do you want to go from here? Congratulations, by the way. Oh no! <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah. And then they look so like, oh, I had no idea. Well, get your fucking head out of your ass, you know? Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, I like that's where I go with friends and boundaries of like, please make sure that you do not over talk yeah. and under listen, because oh my god, my Gemini stellium. There's no fucking way I'm going to be okay with that. Uh, I no. love that. Well, and that's interesting to, to say because I think. A lot of the times with Gemini's, right, we get that rep that they're the ones doing the overtalking, they're the ones this, but that's like, it's such a misconception. No, and I always say that the reason why that Gemini is such a premier orator is because they are a master listener. And that's why they're two for the price of one. They may not look like they're fucking clocking you and paying attention and adding stories up and ready to go with the questions because they're always in the journalism mode. But the reason why they know how to speak is because they know how to listen. And I'll be really honest, the ones who walk in a little tone deaf, the fixed signs, Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, and Aquarius. I'm like, oh, sweetie, you have successfully monopolized this conversation for seven and a half hours. You know? (laughs) And my mutable ass is like, wrap it the fuck up, Andiamo, I'm done. Shut up. (laughs) And then I get, oh, that Gemini is so problematic. I don't give a shit, you know? Uh, Oh, like, maybe. Well, speaking of speaking of Gemini, I mean we don't have we I mean we do we don't have to, but I want to talk to, with you about this this nodal shift that's happening yes! that happened already, yeah. but Ooh, that we have yet to have the 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 actual <laughs> eclipse yet. But I feel like that's a less less discussed. Venus retrograde is really taking all the shine right now from this nodal shift. Um, but let's talk about it. Oh my god! Well, I'm so excited because finally we have like air in the zodiac. I can fucking breathe. You know what I mean? Mm. It's just been a little too water, fucking earth and fire heavy. So now my like, thank you air in my lungs. And what I think we're all going to learn how to do in true Gemini style is honestly, like we said earlier, lighten the fuck up about yourself. Ooh. 
like mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, because that's the key to Gemini success too. Is that they take life very seriously, but they don't take themselves very seriously. So that's why they have that adaptability and that success and that just certain je ne sais quoi, like I said earlier. But I think what we're going to be leaning towards is that capacity to just really stop taking yourself so goddamn seriously. It ain't that serious. Put the wing sandals on that Mercury gives us all. Learn how to fly. Learn how to be adaptable. Learn how to be flexible. And you'll be playing a completely fucking different game. And you're also going to have to improve the quality of your communication skills because I don't want to hear it. I don't want any passive aggressiveness. I don't want any indirect communication. I don't want any conspiracies. I want bitches asking questions. Like, can you fact check my assumption right now? Okay. Mm-hmm. I want people listening, active listening, summarizing the key points of the speaker, you know? And I just <laughs> want people to just like be in that Gemini airy energy. I can't fucking wait. I do have to say that when you put the winged sandals on, at least get a pedicure, though. <laughs> Thank you, Aries Lisa. Because if you got wait, I always think you're an Aries, aren't you? I'm, a, I'm right on the cusp. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Okay, it's okay. Support. But even that, the beauty, like, please make sure that you have some fucking good toenails. Okay, I don't want right. to say anything smelly. I don't want to say anything busted. Right. Mm, right. You want that? Well, there we go. Make sure your pedicure is on point before you take to the skies because we don't want to see it. <laughs> we don't want to see it. Go we ahead. We want to see you fly, though. Yes. But, you know, don't wear sandals on stage, but maybe in your uh, heart. <laughs> I like, yes, wherever you feel like you could use a little bit of wingspan. So, maybe, and then with, with Sag South Node, I think we're going to see the best of Sagittarius energy, too. I don't believe that, like, the South Node is the karma and it's flushing everything down the toilet. No, we're going to see, like... <laughs> Badass Sag energy of just like almost like what Britney's already doing. Like, hey, everybody, like, let's dance and have a good time. Like, let's think of new things. Let's have different strategies. Let's have different visions. So, well, I think that Sag and Gemini really are, and maybe that's because it's it's uh, a perfect pair. Um, but it is, they are such, I do think that they like get along so much better than any of the other polarities or they just are kind of more inherently like primed to, to meet in the middle somewhere. Um, but I agree that this kind of idea of the South node being, uh, like, Oh, this is the bad stuff that has to go is, is more like fear mongering as opposed to where maybe we're going to be bringing up, uh, past, ideas for review kind of yeah. thing like we're we're just yeah. it's just like who's gonna who's gonna be i like this image of the kind of reporter like you were saying or scientist in that in that capacity because it's more like gemini is going to be asking the questions and sagittarius things are kind of up for review in that way right. mm. yeah and i think that's yeah. why i'm usually surrounded by sag women and sag men because like i'll present them with like the reporting and the receipts and the dates and the times and then Sag goes, okay, hear ye, hear ye, everybody. According to this infomercial, blah, blah, blah. And then they deliver the vision and they deliver the story. And then they get people raptured with the what? With the newness of that which they're collecting, right? I think Gemini, I always say, collects the circumstances. And Sagittarius creates a new vision from the circumstances that Gemini created. And you're right. I think that's why this polarity just, like, gets on like a fucking house on fire. So, Britney Spears, if you're listening, let me do your fucking chart. Yes. Yes. If not me, who? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that too because thinking about it from a comedic standpoint because I think Gemini and Sag are both those they're very funny they're very like whatever and I think of Gemini as like the person where they say it it's so funny the way they said it and then Sag is the one that goes but what if mm-hmm. and like takes it to that you know what I mean so it's kind of like 
I don't know. That's oh. kind of like what you get taught well, in comedy to do, you know? It's, it's like, genu- okay. it's things, genuine. You know? It's genuine. And there's genuine curiosity. And when you're genuinely curious about other people, they'll probably be more genuinely curious about you because you're going to want to see each other in, in one another. And I think that that's like, that's like so beautiful. And I, I mean, as a cancer cap person with these fucking eclipses that have just like, I feel like cancer and cap has just been like know, on fire, know. you know? One and it ain't over. And it yeah, ain't over. It happening. ain't over, but we're shifting a little bit. But it's interesting to see now, especially, I know, you know, no spoiler, travel's been restricted. We're in our homes. There's so much of this crazy shit going on. And now it is like, I think Gemini and Sag are going to ask those questions like, what are you traveling for? Like, is it to get the picture or is it to like go on a writer's retreat? Is it to go, yes. I don't know, crush wine with your fucking feet or whatever people do. You and know, fall like, and break your and, nose. Yeah. Like that old school 2007 video. Go ahead. Oh my yeah. God. Communication's so important right now too. Like yes. even via this, like it's, that's all we have to like get out quote unquote mm-hmm. of the house. Well, and I think it's also for people, I, I've had so many uh, Gemini people in my life where it is just like that person that you can talk to forever, which feels very cliche, but it's more like mm. any, every, any and every idea is worth exploring. Does that make it true and useful in mm. your life? No, not necessarily. But typically mm. if you, if you open up to the discussion of it or the let's, let's pick this apart, let's talk about it. Let's see what, what fun. comes up. Yeah, yeah, you can have fun. It's it's fun to talk about ideas, and usually you will find some truth in anything. Yeah. Not necessarily like the facts, yes. but even if it's just like, oh, I really like talking to this person. Now you have found some some sort of universality in the specific. Mm-hmm. And I think what the four mutable signs are teaching us now too is that like those conversations don't end when the conversation ends. They live within the vision. Mm-hmm. And then we can transform our life because our thinking has changed around it. So now our words will change, our behavior will change, the way that we problem solve and the way that we declare boundaries is totally different because Gemini Sag said to each other into the world, hey, did you consider the possibility that there might be another way? Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I love about the mutable energy that we're going to really be leaning on over the next two years is just, hey, did you think about the possibility that we don't need all these offices open and maybe we can work from home Mm -hmm. and maybe we should have a universal basic income? And why does capitalism need to be like bailed out by socialism approximately every 15 fucking years? And what are we losing by not having a nationalized healthcare system? What is really going on here? Right? Mm -hmm. And Gemini, Sag, and all the mutable signs represent that pivot of, and now we do this, and now we talk about this, and now we practice this system and i just can't wait to see where we go next well Well, oh sorry i was just gonna say i think virgo gets lost in this um mutable conversation sweet virgos i know i I love because everyone i like again you know bad stereotypes of the internet virgo's always like a clean freak their way or the highway and yeah they're fucking earth and they have uh, boundaries. They don't put on real deodorant. It's always fucking natural deodorant. (laughs) They have boundaries. They They want to like. They only want to like cultivate from you know. They're not going to let allow you to drain them because they have better shit to do. But hang on one second. One second. Oh, who's that? What do you think, guys? Let's practice lip syncing right now. Delivery. She said. Oh yeah, I was like, it's it a, was a delivery down the street. Delivery. They always come to my door, door and then I have to tell them over. to go one door over every time. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. It was Walmart oh, delivery. Way to go, Julia! Holy shit! Very funny is my neighbor that I don't like always gets vegan donuts delivered, 
And I don't know what she puts on the, like, notes, but they can never find her apartment. And they're always wandering around. And Same for me. She heard me, one t- she heard me one time be like, it's the girl in the front. She always gets those. Uh, it, ah! And she has not ordered since. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe she updated the notes because she was like, I can't be wasting That's the same with nope. my, well, you know, my numbers are on one side of my building, but not the other. And deliveries always come on the other where there's not the numbers. And one day I'm going to like go to Michael's craft store and put our numbers on the side or I'll like, or call my landlord and be like, can you just fucking put numbers mm-hmm. on the side? Back to Virgos. Yes. Those Virgo- smelly mother. They're. <laughs> <laughs> Canceled. Canceled. And I'm telling them because I know they need to be direct. Like, just because you love natural deodorant doesn't mean I got to smell it. I'm over it. But I think people forget is like, Virgos will do it their way. But if you teach them something that's better, they're going to adapt to that. They're going to take the smartest, informative way. They're not like so fixed. Like when we talk, and I'm a fixed gal, so it's, I'm a stubborn little brat. Like, but they're I think they're open to taking the info and I think people forget about that when we're summarizing Virgo energy. Like yes. And that they have a blast when they delegate. Like yes. I'm surrounded by Virgo friends. Like we have so much fun together, which is why I'm shading them too, because yeah. I think they need to be dragged a little bit more. Everyone leaves them alone and I don't I think that's unfair. Yeah. And so when you come at the Virgo with like a new plan and bitch, no, I took care of the itinerary and this is where we got to go. They're like, oh, so I don't have to be the one in charge. Oh, finally, let me let my hair down. Yeah. And we have a blast. So much together. fun. Virgos are Virgos so are much fun. fun. Oh, they're fun. Uh, yeah. I love oh. Virgos. They stay up late people, too. I um, think people have problems with all of the, and I guess it's, it, there probably is a different one for each sign. Uh, or I mean, not for each sign, for each element. But I think Earth in general, people have a problem or like are are um, triggered. Not triggered. That sounds so intense. Anyways, the like the the reality of it, where Virgos just do it. It's like, yeah, I someone told me that this is the best way to do it, and now I just do it that way. I didn't ask questions about it. I now I do it, and it's oh. the the that's like the Earth sign. Thing that people wow. are like, wait, what are you? You just the same thing with Capricorn, same thing with Taurus. It's like right. the 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 reality of it. I think is hard for people to 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 question, or they're like, oh, they have to say things like you're stubborn or you're fucking anal, you're whatever. But it's like, right. no, they just do it. They're not crying right. about it. Right. They're not thinking about it. They're not right. like, but they're not just ignoring information. They're taking it and they're actually applying it. And that Wonderful. is confronting to people. Mm-hmm. And this I always so... say that life is, Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. no Everybody. Inter- Lisa, you know, I, no, oh, I talked to Lisa. Lisa please. Come on. No, bitch. This is so what I've been doing the whole quarantine. Like I have, and, and speaking to like changes and everything, I have been like working so hard on like my language, all the things I'm saying, like, I'm not, I'm not letting that in my house. Like we're not, we're, we're, we're fine. We're doing, we're healthy. We're good. Like we're going. And it's like, it is that like Taurus power. It's like, it's not even beautiful anymore. Where I'm just like, no, we're happy. Like, <laughs> like we're inside. We're like, it's like that Taurus energy of like, just carrying that like bull carrying. The, but I'm like, no, we're not, we're not going negative. I'm sorry. And like, yeah. I was talking to my Scorpio friend and he's like, you know, you need to be honest with yourself. Like you can't just like, and I'm like, yeah, no, you're right. Like I, sh- I should like let in when, when things feel sad, I should let them feel sad. And, but like for right now it's, it's too much to handle. So we're, we're brutally, there's too much. I have, too much, works. you know, well, there's Whatever power works. in, la- well, there's difference between saying I'm sad right now versus like, 
I'm always going to be sad. My life sucks in this situation's fucked forever, right? I think I go there when I get sad. It's like, Mm. like it breeds it. You know what I mean? So it's like, I just like work so hard to be like, I have all this shit right here, you know? We are so proud of you. But it's out of you. I think it's the thing of like the oh, this is in detriment. This is the it all to me is so yeah. connected because it's that thing of like, but what are you doing? What's the and that's why people are weird about earth signs in that capacity because it's like they're just doing it. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And I think it's confusing because what I say to my earth signs is that what they're constantly reminding the whole zodiac is that life is very complicated, but truth is very simple. And when you work at making your life work, your life works. So just yes. fucking work at making your it, as they say in the recovery spaces, right? Mm-hmm. And like with Taurus, they're all about, oh, you want to have a life of security? Clarify your values, live into them, period. Mm-hmm. You better work, bitch. Right, and then Virgo's like, oh, you want your state of being to be where it needs to be? How do you spend your first hour and a half when you wake up? You're on fucking social media with your thumb up your asshole, emotionally disengaged over here, mad about this, whatever, whatever. What if you have water with lemon, a five-minute meditation and a fucking gratitude practice? I think you'd see a difference. Mm-hmm. Enter Capricorn, and those bitches are like, oh, so you want to be really big and successful? Absolutely. Let me see you work on emotional self-regulation, okay? Let me see your empathy skills. Let me see your discipline and integrity, because if you go to the top, and you're not ready, you're going to self-sabotage. So work on the personhood, bitch. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I don't want to fucking hear why you're pissed off that you don't have the success that you want. You're sloppy, you're lazy, and you're spoiled. Get okay, work. so for everyone who messages us, read me, read me to filth. You should message Colin uh, instead. <laughs> I got into hot water. You kidding me? Shit. Only, only do it if you are really prepared to be earth-red to filth because... Because oh, you know we get those questions that are like, I'm doing everything this way, my way, this way. Read me. And it's like, I don't think you want to be read by the way you wrote this question. And, like, also, and also, bitch, if you really were doing everything the right way, why are you coming to me? How's that working out for you so far? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you have to explain, I just am already like, there's no, need to, there's no need to explain. Just put it, put the facts, again, Taurus, put it out, put it on right. there on the plate and say, but the if it's like. The results are in. Yeah, Your life's not working. So <laughs> That's a you need you need to go back to the drawing board here. And sure, you can come talk to me and I will be gentle. Mm-hmm. I'm just I feel like I can let my my wig off with you bitches. That's oh, of course. Whatever. Whatever. So we wouldn't have it any other way. Oh with, good. With clients, I'll be nicer. Go ahead. When we have this like a clippy return to this like uh, cancer cap access, do you have any and again, this is not from a fear mongering whatever place, but like how are those shifts do you think gonna feel do you have any like feelings of like that kind of going that back and forth because we're then we're gonna go full forward in that do you think and then we have the saturn action retrograde back to like what are just general thoughts for that last haul right of this cap cancer access right because it is that the solar eclipse at zero degrees cancer i mean it's amazing so then the one in sagittarius is on june 4th um so i think what we're gonna we'll we'll go in that order right so the one in june 4th Again, with lunar eclipse in Sagittarius, as I said earlier about Sag being the visionary sign, it's like if you are not responsible for the vision of that which is the container for conversations and behavior and legislation and culture to change, then you're not contributing the most sophisticated level of thinking. We're very clear on the circumstances that are not working, which is a for-profit medical center, which is a a range of things around ways and how COVID has affected marginalized and vulnerable populations more. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And now let's contribute the vision of what the problem solving actually looks like. And we have to walk with faith that this is how history changes. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, if we can just bring up the fact that 
in the American South before slavery was abolished, the fact that it was so entrenched within the economic structure mm-hmm. of the American South, I mean, that in and of itself was a political miracle. Right. Totally. We don't, I mean, we think about it, but do we really, you know? Mm-hmm. And of course, it came at a high price and we're still living with the effects of it today. But there was a vision. There was a possibility of this cannot stand. And so I think the June 4th visionary lunar eclipse is asking us, what's the vision? How do we go from that place where the sun sets? I'm just pointing there. I want to go, mm-hmm. right? Two weeks later, lunar eclipse in Cancer. I love Cancerian eclipses, okay? So I wish you nothing but the most beautiful lunar eclipse to you, Miss Lisa, because I know that's your moon sign. I didn't forget that. (laughs) So this is all about self-belonging. This is all about what it means for each and every one of us to be at home within ourselves so that regardless of what's happening externally, where we're going, what we're doing, who we're talking to, what's happening when we get there, we feel that sense of home and we steward the safety and the belonging and the connection of home with us wherever we go. Mm. Because the most high-minded, like, Cancerian consciousness is, I will treat everyone like family and treat every place like home. What I, kind of a world would we live in? Go ahead, let me hear I always have really good, um, I've had really good eclipses on the Cancer Cap axis. And I believe that it's because I have good intentions. Like, mm-hmm. I generally, when I talk to people or whatever, I'm not, like, manipulative, mean, and whatever. So it's like, if you feel like you've been getting rocked to the core, maybe, you know, check your core. <laughs> and then two weeks later, it's the lunar eclipse in Capricorn. So that's the energy of, okay, my best thinking got me here. Where am I? How am I doing? Am I really happy with the results of my life? Okay, I am. So therefore, set there. But actually, I could use some more discipline over here. I could use some integrity over here. And I also think, too, that Capricorn energy is all about the notion of radical responsibility, atonement, the Jews and, and Yom Kippur, Catholics' confession, the Course of Miracles, atonement. It's that notion of, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. Damn. That. Owning up to that, I cannot believe that at this time, like higher consciousness people are not talking about apologies and forgiveness more. Oh, oh it's so hard. Go off, Ju- go the... off, Julia. Go. I know Julia. Oh, it's all yeah. about apologies. Okay. Well, that's. I was gonna say, did you listen to the Brene Brown unlocking I? Where they talk? I know. I was like, where did she talk about <laughs> apologies? And it's, there is speaking. She's of like canceled, the only one. Yeah, speaking of cancel culture and all of these things, I mean, it's so evident, and it's such a hard thing to do. And we don't. It's. I think there's so many things, especially about like hurting someone's feelings, what that makes it hard to take personal responsibility if it wasn't your intention. And how do I, how do I like balance my own shame of, yes. of being confronted with the fact that I've hurt someone with right. healing? And yes. those are hard things to figure out, but we have no examples in culture of how to be good apologers. Well, 12 mm-hmm. Step does. Yeah, for sure. That's a space where it's really, really valuable. But it's like, that is also like 12 step people think it's such a fucking like weird, whatever. It's just a spiritual exploration. People think it's like, so, you know, whatever. So even within culture, even that is considered like, oh, well, Well, that's your like step eight apology. It's not even like that's like because someone told you to. And it's like, no, it, this well, is like a spiritual process for a lot of people. It but if comes you had, with the tag of being an addict first or something. That's to what the, I'm you saying. Have it has to apologize. Lens that it's like you were told to do this or something. Yeah. But if you've As opposed had to just bad, being like, this is a good tool. But if you've had bad experiences with spirituality and you go into a space that is rooted in spirituality, maybe you might not. I don't know. I've heard people with mixed reviews on 12 Step. But it, 
I can't say that it's the the program, right? It might just be yeah. where, where yeah. you're coming in at the program. Yeah. And, and again, spirituality can cause fanaticism as well. And I think that's right. like Aquarian energy also. Like we were talking yeah. off off pod, me and the gals about Aquarian and fanaticism and totalitarian, like all like that like big extreme shit that's also coinciding with this. And I love that ideal cancerian energy is the olive garden slogan so thank you colin for saying like when you're here <laughs> when you're here your family and <laughs> that's peak a cancer cancer and, lifestyle and with that too to the world i mean i know it's like out there and oh my gosh i have to treat even people who i disagree with as family well yeah and like mm-hmm. you'll you'll have to, you like measure whether or not like behavior was inappropriate of course and you could go from there but like really let's talk about that vision of what's possible and i think to your point around why it's so difficult to apologize, Julia, I think we could also introduce Mars here actually as the planet that will help us do that. Because as we learned from the Harriet Lerner episode on Brene Brown's Unlocking Us, she reminds us that apology, oh, honey, I got the wrist. She says that you cannot apologize unless you stand on self worth. And I believe mm-hmm. that Mars is the planet oh. of self worth. I don't, I, 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 mm-hmm. I kind of my working theory i even got a mars tattoo just because i really have a new relationship with this planetary archetype and it happened way after we met it's kind of relatively recent but mars has that yeah mars has that energy of like i know i made a mistake but i'm not a mistake and i have a memory Mm -hmm. that confirms that more often than not i got it right this time i didn't i apologize i'm not defined by this and because i stand on that self-worth i can humbly apologize for you to you without any buts without any justification or defense so i think that fits that totally fits because some of the not saying not saying sorry i think comes from this lack of acknowledgement of it feeling like oh if i apologize for a thing i am being recognized for a mistake as opposed to uh, being recognized for all of the good things i'm doing so if you are feeling like nobody ever compliments you or or recognizes all of the hard work that you do in your home then saying oh i sorry i'm sorry i made this mistake now you're just known by that as opposed to all these other things but like you said if you're just like oh no i did this i'm i made a mistake i am not a mistake then it's easy to say oh whoops i yeah we all make them it's it's yeah, and how did I how did oh, I, I do that to you? I'm sorry. Go yeah. ahead. Back to you in the, the studio. Same, <laughs> the same thing with 12-step, too. It's like, you know, they say, you know, you don't have to do the steps in order. Ooh. So it, it oh, is, I it is. I mean, you can't, you, you know, it's encouraged. But, like, mm. you know, like, <laughs> you can skip to apologize, but you might not have that, like, knowing where you stand and that self-worth and all that stuff when so when you come back to it after at the end when you're ready to fucking when you have all the self-worth and stuff you're gonna end up apologizing again once you like get there you know what i mean i think i mean i'm not an expert please don't hit me up about 12 steps wait do the do the steps coordinate with the zodiac because there's 12 is like is step one aries step two website on this so i already looked into this but there's some Pluto's child that you can look it up. I don't. Okay. Oh, cool. They they have a, an interesting outline, but it's not really. I think twelve is just a magic number. Honestly, I right. really totally. do. Well, it I is. It's just, it, it's just a thing that really works. Um, but uh, there there have been people that have explored it. I don't think it really matches up that well. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Oh look! No, no, we appreciate the Taurus realness. Thank you. Yeah, and also, the we're we're leading into the Gemini Sag curiosity conversations. Like 
Yeah, it doesn't really fit. But who knows? Maybe if like some language of the twelve can be interpreted in yeah. that. Because even like thinking of, did you say step eight is apologize? I believe uh, so. Four or five is the fearless amends. So it's the amends of the moral inventory. Yeah, I'm just thinking of a scorpi- uh, like scorpionic, like mm-hmm. uh, oh, if only <laughs> you know. If that's, that's what I'm saying, like that'd be cool. Definitely Pisces, though. I feel yeah. you know finding the spiritual, all that. Like that's. But, um, you know. God, I'm just thinking about you saying this cancer, this zero degree cancer one. And uh, this, I love that this is the last, the last cancer Capricorn eclipse of this series. Because it it also is making me just think of like, oh my God, we in this country, not everybody, but largely, how awful are we to our families? Like, (laughs) do you know what I mean? Like. This, mm-hmm. this, I think it's a very kind of like American and largely, I'll say, I'll say a largely like white thing because I think family is encouraged in, in non-white communities more because uh, of necessity, not in mm-hmm. a, not in a better or worse way. But I think that like rich point. white people are the worst people to their fucking families mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah. it's, it's a, like an individual thing. But I love that being kind of the closing note of us having to really reconcile with the reality that we aren't very good family members to each other on a micro scale and then how that leaks out on a macro scale. And why that's a great point and why it's important to always kind of remember that your first family qualifies a lot with your romantic relationships, qualifies a lot with your boss. You know, there's really very little spaces where us going back and cleaning up those patterns isn't going to positively uplift because we have the courage to have different conversations. Mm-hmm. So you're 100% right. I think the Scorpio of it all, too, it's that <laughs> it, it happened to you, right? The cycle of, like, where did I learn this behavior from and all that? Yeah. And and not in a blaming way, which I think is very difficult to do in in day-to-day life and society is to be like, oh, I understand that like I'm this way because my mom taught me this or my dad taught me this. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, not or, blame your parent for the way they tried yeah. their best, you know? Or that our story is us versus something that happened to us or something right. that was like this building blocks of who we are. Because I think there is like sometimes like relief in just being like, well, this is my story and this is who I am and this is the reason why I act, you know, so-and-so yeah. this way. It's like assigning this to yourself when you can change that story you're still going to have that yeah. first couple chapters of your you know yeah. where you were born and what happened what got you to yeah. now but then that second half of the book is really up to you in a lot of ways owning the, and that's the Brene method of like owning your story so you can rewrite the ending mm-hmm. and even if it happened mm-hmm. at somebody else's hands it's in yours now so like what do you want to do about it says yeah. the Saturn return yeah does anyone know Natasha Bedingfield's <laughs> oh unwritten line <laughs> Wait, speaking of Sag, um, the best is still unwritten. Is this right? Wait, can we also really quickly talk about Sag Tyra, who's getting in so much trouble for her shit? Oh, and she's like, oh my God, I didn't know. But you know what? I know now. Be blessed. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Coyote Ugly, uh, just to bring it all full circle. Tyra. Pee Tyra. I have to pee. Oh my God. Go ahead. Oh, pee? I was like, no, 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 no. Listen, I said before I have to pee. Yeah, we'll have oh, a whole oh, story. Oh, I'm like, go, pee, pee? I thought you <laughs> said peak Tyra, and then I heard pee Tyra, and I was like, where are we? Well, Did you know? Okay, <laughs> I was betting field is a sun, moon, conjunct Sag. Sages, I do think, are great pop 
musicians because we're cheesy as hell at our core. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, like, I, oh my god. It's Those like universal sick. truth is universal and that it's kind and it's like not cool. It's not Aquarian. It's it's Earthful. cheesy. Mm-hmm. Good point. Taylor Swift, another example. Oh, it's yeah. po- I mean, there's so many, so many sad Even Miley popular. Cyrus. Miley Cyrus is again another problematic queen who was just like, I don't know. Sorry, bye. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, also, and everyone's like, she didn't know. Let her, well, and let also, her live. There was some there's obviously some like innocence of like, I thought I was employing people and being good. And it's like, well, there's a symbology that you have to think bigger. It's like next time and it's like okay. <laughs> whereas like the fixed signs god bless you guys would have thought about this oh you it's know, like i'm would've... not even gonna do it if that's gonna if this is gonna cause a question like it's i don't like know. That. <laughs> when i don't when i haven't thought it out i'm like i promise i thought it out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't see this coming whereas like me and the sag call each other like can you believe that they were using sweatshop backers the whole time like i had no idea <laughs> next time just like you said okay. hey have a great day pick up me a nice coffee i'll see you later bye well, and, here's, and here's the other thing it's like for anyone like in like the problematic shaming it's like if you're texting this from a smartphone i'm hate to break it to you but uh <laughs> you, yeah. you're a part of the pro- like everything is part of the problem how do we shift our how do we shift some problems so they don't become problems anymore it's yes. going to if there's oh. so many key it's not going to be everything it's not going to be a whole it's not going to be a whole thing it's going to be in order of importance yes well, we're, well, we're getting there. yeah we're getting there well, thank you so much. Yeah, oh my god, this I've was the so best fun. time. I know. Oh, I don't want it so to. Much. I don't want it to end. I just want to let you bitches know too. Just before you guys called me, I was like, I want to be a Patreon. So I just signed up. Oh, you oh did? God. Oh my god! Yes. Wow. Thank you so much. No, I, saw this, I saw this commercial and I was like, love it. Top Aww. tier. I want that tote bag. Da, da, oh, da, da, da. thank yes. you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Well, you should come to our live Q&As that we, our monthly Q&As part of that is part of that tier. Yeah. And I have a feeling our other Patreon members will be very happy to see Excited you. Excited to <laughs> see you. Well, I kind of want to be the mic runner. Oh, I would love. You know, that. we were actually, <laughs> Colin, this is great because we were actually just discussing for our next Q&A about having more segments that are like um, pulling up someone's chart and having us all learn together of like, where do we think money might uh, influence oh, Stacy's cool. chart? So we can all like, Stacey. I don't know, you know, Stacy's really <laughs> curious. God, I hope we don't. Sorry, I hope we don't have any patrons. Stacy, I'll be honest. <laughs> Stacy's bump. Yeah, but having it be uh, having it be like communal social science <laughs> learning too, and just because there's so much in just storytelling. Again, the storytelling, like. What do you think Saturn's saying here, right? Like, what do you think this is saying here? And I think we have so our patrons are all so fun and cool. You're gonna love them. Uh, they're they're gonna be oh fun. My God, so I hope you come to our Q and A and hang out. Yeah. When is your next one? I think uh, next Sunday. I think next Sunday at noon or something. Are they IRL? No. 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 It's this. No. We just do it's via Skype. Oh, fun. Okay, so next Sunday's my birthday. Yes, I was going to yes. ask you. I know you have a birthday yes, coming through. Yes, well, get but, your birthday life. But maybe yeah, please. Right, following Sunday, I would love to, just because it would be so cool to see how people learn. And actually, I'm really glad you mentioned it being a story, Stevie, because 
what I always do is when I give a reading, I explain that every planet is a storyteller for telling a particular theme. Yeah. The zodiac sign is the story by which that theme is meant to be told effectively. And the house is the environment by yeah. which you hear that story the most successfully. Yeah. So I mean, I, last so time we just only talked about oat milk and not astrology. So it just <laughs> depends on like what we're in right. the mood for. So what you're in the mood for. Like we talked about Britney and everything else. Like because we're Britney. always talking about astrology. It's like it's, it's always whether you mean to or not. Yes. Colin, what are you doing for your birthday party? Yes. <laughs> are you uh, doing something? Are you having a party with your parents? I will definitely have a party with my parents. And this is one of the first birthdays that I'm with my twin sister in the same <gasps> state. That's going to be so cool. Yeah, so lovely. Like, just being with her and watching her little daughter become the Virgo bitch that she is, I fucking love it. <laughs> and the fam- it's just been, my Mars and Cancer is, like, A-OK. Loving like, it. Exactly mm. what I want, just to be with mom, dad, my niece, my brother-in-law, my sister. I am good. Like, I, that, we'll just probably do that, and, like, they'll put on Britney, and I'll be fine. What's your house Hell placement yeah. for your Mars? Eleven. Oh, I'll come. I'll come. Cool. I'm a 12th. I'm a 12th. They're a little more complicated for, oh, for me. Oh, but I love that. No, it's opposite my moon. It's out of bounds. La, la, la. I hear all this <laughs> stuff. I know. I still don't have sex. So can we talk about that? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of hard right now. <laughs> it is, but it's annoying. Like, uh, so if I, any uh, hot cameras want to hit, yeah. up, should should people hit on you in your DMs or what? What's the deal? Sure, I don't okay. Give a fuck. All right, I'm just I letting. We have some. Gonna we have because some cuties. Capricorn Moon, like so. Oh, you're so disrespectful. We have some. <laughs> like, don't okay. worry. If anyone can handle it, Colin can handle so it. So if you're a hot okay. listener, um, DM Colin. If you're a hot boy, DM Colin and um, be respectful but slutty. Yeah. And also, I just want to say to this point, this is re- related but not really, a Sag with a Scorpio stellium gave me blue balls without even touching me. Damn. <laughs> wow. So challenge accepted en- to anyone out there listening. Yeah, the energy was so intense that, like, I had blue balls for about 14 hours because of oh him. God. He didn't even touch me. He just drove me home. <laughs> wow. wow. Um, I, I, way to go, Sag. I mean, on that note... See you next week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're going to give you all blue balls right now. Um, <laughs> do you have anything else coming up that yeah. you want to promo? We'll put all of your stuff in the links, obviously. Oh, but... Thank you for asking. Not that everything's set off. Of I know. But I- Buy Colin's book. Buy Colin's book. Yes. A little bit of astrology, queer cosmos, book a reading. Yes, yes. And I will be kind to them. If I see in the intake form that they heard me on What's Your Sign podcast, I will be nice. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can, if you see that that's where they heard you, you can maybe be a little meaner. Yeah, actually, you could probably probably be meaner. You're right. And I'm going to be like, "Uh, but are you a Patreon too? Because, like, don't you dare support (laughs) independent. By women, how dare you? I want to see your receipt. Thank you. I love it. Well, thank you so much. We love you so much. Love it you, was Colin. we we truly could talk to you forever. Um, you're a joy and a light to this astrology world. Re- truly, like your posts are like the top. Yeah, and not like yeah. in a ranking yeah. like this. It's just they're real. Like they're well, no, I need. rank them. <laughs> you're, you're the top. You're top. Oh my god! It's true. Lisa, thank you. I oh, also that IG live video. What was it? The um, the Scorpio full moon. The sex one. Yes, the sex one. Oh. I was seeing that shared on non Asher people. I know as a cat. That really that got some legs. So I was really resonated. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. 
Yeah, it was good. In, I was seeing it at like random people's posts, like non Astro community. So, um, super, oh. dope, super dope. Wow. You also like Britney, our cross, a crossover artist. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare. Oh, you don't no, no. <laughs> butter me up. Like, no, uh, I, I love that because it. it goes Stop with it. like, let's get astrology out of our asshole bubble. Hello? Yeah. That's the point. That's, and, and honestly, let's be clear. Only a Gemini, Sag, Virgo, or Pisces could do that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, but, sure. but then we lean on the work. Like, if I did not have my fixed fucking bitches, like, giving me the books and the resources and the techniques, I wouldn't be able to do it. Like, that's why I love how each modality serves that purpose. Yeah. You know? But if it wasn't for my fixed bitches, like, giving me the systems, I couldn't do it. And if it wasn't for the cardinal signs, like, you know you don't have to follow anybody's rules, right? Mm-hmm. Then I wouldn't be able to do it. So mm-hmm. thank you. I appreciate that. I'm we sorry. need everybody, and it's <sighs> all wonderful. It's yeah. all wonderful. Heaven on earth. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much. We will talk to you soon. Yes. Uh, and thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at whatsyoursignpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your sign?